the sense of entitlement is really high with a yeah. lot of people these days and they feel like hey you know i spent a few hundred dollars for my ticket like i can do whatever i want on this yeah. plane if that means take my bare feet and put them up yeah. on a headrest or you know whatever clip my toenails because i'm a oh. busy girl on the go Welcome to this episode of Talking Points. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, the points guy. You know, I get to travel a lot, and for some reason, it seems like people's behavior on planes is getting worse and worse. And even though I'm an eternal optimist, and I I do believe we are in the current golden age of travel because air travel is safer than ever before. It's more accessible and cheaper compared to deregulation. However, airport behavior and flight behavior seems to be getting worse. And the reason why I know this is because of an Instagram account I follow that pretty much confirms it. Passenger shaming is one of the fastest growing aviation Instagram accounts out there, and it covers all bad behaviors of passengers. Today, we have Sean Kathleen, who is the mastermind behind the passenger shaming brand. Sean, SK going forward. SK, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. AKA BK. What's up? SK and BK. (laughs) Let's just talk about your background. So you used to be a flight attendant. I was for seven years, but prior to that, I was a police officer and a paramedic. Oh, wow. So you're used to just bad behavior, period. Correct. Especially, though, on metal tubes. So you're just (laughs) like... (laughs) So you've seen it all. I have. I have seen it all, and I can say with pretty much uh, 100% certainty that being a flight attendant would probably be a lot worse than being a police officer. Really? In my experience. In terms of respect. Because, all of it. Yeah. Respect. Okay. I might have been able to, because I had a gun. So there was <laughs> yeah. that, right? Like, so that wasn't a thing as a flight attendant. However, you don't get the respect. Yeah. You know, and it's a different, you know, like service industry, obviously. And being a flight attendant, I'm curious to know your thoughts. Do you believe that flight attendants are overusing their power? Because from a passenger perspective, Mm -hmm. you know, flight attendants kind of have this reputation on certain airlines specifically of being uh, mean and passengers are getting in the way of their job. Do you feel that that is prevalent out there or is that more of the I don't think it's prevalent. I do feel it's more of an outlier. However, I 100% agree with you because there are those who get that little teeny bit of power and no, I'm not guilty because I'm a former police officer. Yeah. I can promise you because because we're trained on how to de-escalate situations. So like, you know, you're not going around and being, you know, the person that's like, yeah. put your phone away, you know, your seatbelt, blah, blah, you know. So, yeah. but I, I do think it is more of an outlier situation. And I also would like to say, moreover, it's worse for the flight attendant who has to be with that person yeah. for four days. Huh. Like imagine like, oh, you know, yeah. you're sitting in the seat and you're dealing with somebody that's like, the whole power trip trip because you usually get multi-day trips with them yes and it's like two to four days and then i'm like literally on the end of the cart and i'm behind him or her going like sorry sorry you know like it's so awful all right now we're going to take a quick pause to hear from our sponsors hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you start a flight, are you normally like, okay, in a good mood until people just start pushing your <laughs> buttons? And, and is it every flight that someone pushes a button or? Yes. And yes. Though. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I, I mean, I do need to be honest because I wasn't, like, especially towards the end, I did this for about seven years. I was a flight attendant. And, I mean, I was having anxiety yeah. the night before and or driving to the airport. Mostly like, how am I going to passengers. Get... Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. It's not, All... like, necessarily the schedule or whatever. Oh, no, it was no. really yeah. just the... Well, the, it, that, it, fatigue makes, yeah. it amplifies everything, which is a thing. You know, yeah. there's a lot of fatigue involved although the faa does regulate that you know yeah. to a point but still like there even though you can only have a certain amount of flight hours you can still be delayed and so many yes. flight attendants because they're not paid well are you know at the end of their shift they've then got to fly again so yeah. even though there's a certain amount of faa hours in the air flight attendants work a lot more than what is the yeah. average on like it's like 25 hours a month in air or something like that oh or, no it's like a hundred oh oh no 20 yeah 25 yeah. a week to yeah, 100. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i've done like 145 in a month and that time starts when the door closes Correct. to the time that you land. So it's, you know, not delayed boardings, kicking passengers off because they're being... all Yeah, exactly. So the whole, that entire shit show we call a boarding process, yeah. that's just a yeah. freebie. Like, can I get a water? Can, you know, I need to take a pill, you know, yeah. whatever. Help me with the bag, yada, yada. By the way, flight attendants technically can't put your bag up for you. They can I'm doing air quotes, assist you, but they can't do it for you because obviously the airline's not into like, hey, we're going to have 8 million people out on with back injuries. So, and that includes pilots. And when you see the flight crew hanging out on the airplane or I can promise you, your crew is just as motivated to get going and leave that the passenger. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, What's the point? Like when there's bad weather. you're not happy about it because guess yeah. who's not getting paid to sit there? And I, 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 I sit at the gate so often and see people berate gate agents as well for the weather. Oh, or, I can't imagine. You know, and gate agents are paid even less than flight attendants. They really deal with the brunt of that, like, consumer backlash. Flyers think that it's the gate agent's fault for not communicating. Oh, yeah. It's like they're just getting yeah. information from up top. Exactly. So. And the same thing with flight attendants. It's like... How am I responsible for a thunderstorm? We get, and I say we, former flight attendant, but understand, hey, the frustration. We're in the same boat, to be honest with you, because like I mentioned, you're not getting paid. You're losing time. You're on the clock, you know, for fatigue with the FAA, you know, yada, yada. We still have like three more flights to go and who knows what's going to happen. What's the most amount of flights you've done in a single day? Seven. Seven. Wow. Yeah, it was at a smaller airline, but I did seven. Why did you start passenger shaming? And was it Instagram at first or it was a Facebook page, right? It was. So it was actually a little before TPG when I was called Rants of a Sassy Stew, Mm -hmm. which is still a thing. So I was like the Sassy Stew and I was still flying at the time. And so this is how passenger shaming did start. Essentially, I would be flying and I would be getting them craziest questions. Like just, the, yeah. you know, the crazy questions. Everything that you know passenger shaming to be would this be... this was ha- confidential or this you were in... Anonymous. Anonymous, yes. 100%. This was 2007. So you'd come home from a frustrating day and be like, oh, I got to tell oh, the no. story. 
Brian, I was on the plane. Uh, I was on the plane with an actual journal and a pen. I know people find that hard to believe. Uh, you know, like not on. electronic devices. Yeah. Like I actually had a pen and a journal, old school. You know, somebody would ask me some crazy question and, you know, like, ding, I'd go over there and they'd say like, um, are we moving? And I'm like, what the? So yeah. I would literally run to the back and I would just start journaling stuff. Well, my colleagues started reading it and they were like, this is really funny. And they're like, you should start a blog. And I'm like, what's a blog? Yeah. And so I started out as blog spot and it was yeah. Ransom the Sassy Stew blog spot thing. And then at some point, you know, it kind of gained some traction. So then I Was it mostly flight, other flight attendants reading yeah, it? Mo- yeah. It was for the most part, but there were a significant amount of frequent flyers. Yeah. And I'll tell you, here's the other thing. Everything they wrote about, anybody that has worked in the service industry gets it. It's not even an aviation yeah. thing at that point. You know, it's just dealing with yeah. customers. So it did pretty well. And, you know, I purchased a domain and then that was going great. At some point, even though I was following the social media policies and everything, yeah. you know, it was discovered. Uh-huh. And because um, I wasn't using my name, I yeah. think at some point there was a media outlet that wanted to do an interview and I did something, but, you know, I even like blacked out my wings. Like yeah. it was a whole thing. You know, yeah. I was very, yeah. it, I adhered it perfectly. So it was essentially me writing about all the experiences. It was a comedic, it was 100% true. The only thing I changed was the detail yeah, the, the details like where like the flight number yeah exactly yeah. the number of flight attendants yeah. and like where i was flying to because yeah. if i would have said atlanta they'd be like oh she works at delta yeah. or whatever yeah yeah I, I kept receiving um photographs and crew members would send me photographs like of crazy stuff that yeah. now you you know as passenger shaming but at one point which was now almost six years ago i said let me do a little sister site you know a little offshoot and i came up with the name passenger shaming and one day i was somewhere and somebody sends me a text and they're like hey they're talking about you or well passenger shaming on you know the today show or something uh-huh. and i'm like real that's bizarre and then another somebody's like oh they're talking about you gma and then was CNN. there one photo or video that really popped you know there like, really wasn't so it was just a so you started and, and just consistent sort of growth i did see consistent growth obviously there was a photo that did make that pop because otherwise i wouldn't have received all of that mm-hmm. media attention in that within a three-day time frame right mm-hmm. I don't recall what that was, yeah. but whatever it was, somebody had picked it up who had a large following. Did the airline start to get prickly about it? No, like, this was when I was, after I was a flight attendant, I apologize. Uh, okay. So I was working just a regular job outside of being a flight, once I left God. being a flight attendant, because I did lose my job due to um, the social media. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you weren't monetizing or anything. So was that a scary moment when... Or did um, was that kind of like, you know, you're done with airlines anyway because of the anxiety and everything? Oh, I was so done with it, but I really wanted to get my job back so yeah. I could quit. Like, I'm that person. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's the truth. But, you know, what am I going to do? Spend thousands of dollars right. to get it. I did actually see an attorney. They're like, look, you're in the right. It's all good. I'm yeah. like, mm, how many thousands this is a of sign. dollars? Yeah. yeah. And, and again, I was on my way out. Yeah. I mean, actually, I did it seven years. I was on my way out at probably year two and a half. Okay, so passenger shaming takes off and it just consistently starts growing. Mm-hmm. At what point did you know, like, oh, wow, this is a, a thing? You know, you, there's so many celebrities follow you. Kelly Ripa, every time I go on her show, we always... <laughs> She always, she's I always like, her. did you see passenger shaming the other day? Yeah, she raves she, about you. She's so funny because her husband is the person who was following me first. And she was like, 
I can't commit to the follow at this point yeah. because it's too disturbing. Yeah. And now she's obsessed with it like for yeah. a couple of years. So, but as far as your question, that's a good one because it was pretty rapid. I feel like I had a pretty decent, what I thought was a pretty respectable amount of mm-hmm. followers. And to be honest with you, I was not really keeping track because yeah. keep in mind at the time I'm doing sassy stew and I'm doing passenger shaming. Yeah. So I'm doing two things by myself alone and again, this has been 12 years now is yeah. when I started. And so let's talk about how do you choose content? So it's all reader submissions. Like are you, your people are DMing you all the time on Instagram. Do you get a lot of fake stuff? Do you have to like vet, is this real? Has this been doctored, et cetera? I definitely can vet it to the point where I can vet it, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and I feel like it's pretty obvious to most I mean, just to a prudent person, like what looks legitimate, what doesn't. And maybe my former life as a flight attendant helps with that situation. Do do people ever reach out to you and say, hey, that's me. Can you take it down? I've had that happen one time. The only other one where somebody reached out was somebody who thought it was hysterical because her sister found it. And she was she was cute like a young girl like in her early 20s and she's and she, like tag me in it <laughs> yeah right like oh my god like please but she was so cute because this was at the very beginning actually and she is sitting in her seat with the tray table down and she's sitting cross-legged with her legs on the tray table like how don't ask me i don't know but she thought it was cute. Yeah. I mean, she thought it was funny. So how many do you post a day now? Is it just as many good ones as you get? Or do you now plan out content? Um, or there, are there, is there an editorial calendar, you know, Christmas is coming up. Like, let's have, like, oversized carry-ons. Or, like, right, right. I let the content direct me. Like, the majority of it does obviously come from passengers. Which, yeah. by the way, when we were talking about when I started passenger shaming, and it was almost exclusively crew members that sent in photos, yeah. now it's 99% passengers. Huh. It's people who don't want to sit next to that guy, yeah. right? So it obviously struck a chord. What, is, what does it take to shock you these days? Not a lot. I, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll say there was one recently with a uh, special present in the... Uh, and actually, when I was talking to Kelly Ripa, she's like, oh, it was right around the time where there was the uh, the human feces in the sink. Oh, God. That was pretty like, wow. Uh... That, that just shook me to the core. You know what? I'll tell you what one actually did shock me recently. This guy who is sitting on the plane and you could see it. He has like a wound on his leg. Now keep in mind. Oh wait, I think I know this one. I've worked in a level one trauma center. I've been a paramedic. Like that's stuff. Like I don't get bothered by things. But I was like, oh God. It was grim. <laughs> and it was leaking, really right? grim. It was, yeah, I can't even say it. Isn't yeah. that correct? But it's on there. You can find it. It's then don't hate me and unfollow me. Because, well, I mean, you know, I will get somebody to be like, oh, I'm unfollowing you now. I'm like, all right. Bye-bye. Bye. Enjoy other free content. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. <laughs> but let's talk about where you draw the line, right? Because you're not shaming people, fat shaming. or So what are, the, like, what are your rules like where you won't, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so i that's the thing we shame behaviors only that's it so not based on weight appearance anything of that nature and i can promise you i get those pictures a lot you know someone who might be overweight and they're like oh look this person's spilling over to my seat what no i will tell you i even go as far as to maybe not post something even though it's behavior related and the person might be overweight or there might be another reason that someone's gonna make fun of them and that's not the the intention. Yeah, so this is behaviors only and look, and if you want to be an asshole on an airplane, then maybe you can be on uh, passenger shaming. When you're when you're flying, 
are you always looking for something or do you not look for stuff? I like... absolutely don't anymore. No. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm the person that's fine to fly in the last row of an airplane, yeah. like legitimately. Now, again, might be my former lives combined, but I want to be by an exit and I don't have to be in the first row or in, yeah. or in business class or first classes. I'm fine in the last row. But now I kind of almost want to be in the first row only for the fact that I don't have to see what's going on, you know, while I'm in the back row and I'm seeing everything that's that's happening. And then I start getting like PTS, like when I see like the guy get up, you know, like we land and then he stands up or I'll watch them trying to put a bag that's obviously yeah. not gonna fit and they're like but if it on the last flight i yeah. always fly with this As bag on like a little and... regional jet like yeah exactly the triple seven yeah i was like yeah you were on an a380 yeah. you know what i mean like no it's not gonna fit on an embraer 145 yeah. that's not a thing it does give me anxiety if i start to even really try to pay attention yeah okay let's take a quick pause right now and hear from our sponsors 
Is it ever acceptable? No. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> well, you know because you follow, and anybody who yeah. follows Pastor Shame on Instagram knows. Listen, that's a thing for me. However, you know what? If you feel the need to travel in your flip flops and you just went to the you know Turks uh, and Caicos and you know you're living your best life, live your best life, but go to the dollar store or wherever and get yourself a nice pair of just socks that you can throw on because you know I know yeah. Brian yeah. knows that it's. The amenity kits have those in yeah. there, right? You know, like if you're up front. So if you're not and you're I, traveling. I saw something interesting recently. So besides the fact that a lot of people just don't want to look at a barefoot, it, it, it is dangerous too to be walking around. You know, there's shards of glass Absolutely. on planes. They're not clean that much. So from a and safety perspective too, it makes sense to wear 100%. regular footwear on planes. I'll break it down. No bare feet. Absolutely not. I don't care. Like, unless maybe... You know, you fractured your foot on vacation. Yeah. You know, you're on holiday and you like... Medical... Yeah, there's a medical issue yeah. and, you know, you lost a couple digits or something. <laughs> that's different, right? Like, that's okay. Other than that, negative and... Feet on bulkhead. Come on. Stop. <laughs> what about no, just... That's what not... about just if your legs are crossed no. and the top of your toe hits the bulkhead? No. Okay, that's fine. Okay, because sometimes I'm so tall, it like no, will push against. But that's like okay. I, I try my hardest not to. But you're a normal human being, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. But like, like you know, so the legs wide up in the air. No, no like yeah. where you look like you're at a doctor's appointment. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like don't do that, and that is so big because we always do like the respect the bulkhead essentially. Because here's the thing: what people don't understand, and this follows along the lines of the entitlement like hey i paid x amount like i'm gonna be able to treat this 100 million dollar aircraft however i want yeah. I'm like a it's not yours um b not your living room yeah. like you know you're not that's not where you are yeah. you're on public transportation yeah. you're not the only person on yeah. the aircraft right there's other people just a little heads up bulkheads break okay huh. they do break i've seen them they after repeated wear and tear they bow, they separate from the fuselage, they break. And I'm going to tell you, don't be pissed off when you're sitting at the gate and they're like, oh, we have a six hour delay because we have to fly in a bulkhead because yeah. that aircraft cannot operate without one. Huh. Period of end thought, of story. Never, so Yeah, because a lot of them aren't fully, you know, they're just like screwed in, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And they, and you'll see they, they yeah. come in different form, you know, yeah. varieties and some are like thick, you know, it might somehow, you know, be a part of the galley. Yeah. Let's talk about the hair. So mm. women's hair that long hair, because mm -hmm. men have long hair too, that creeps over. I had one where it was in my Bloody Mary. Of course. I think you shared it actually. Um, so oh. some people say, hey, look, you know, long hair, it's hard to control. Like, what are your thoughts? Like, if you're a female or a male and you have long hair, please be aware of like where it's hanging. And yeah. that also goes for putting your coat over the seat. Oh, yeah. Like just like a hair would be, yeah. you know, somebody's long hair coat, like you're covering up the in-flight entertainment or yeah. um, your sleeves are like in my Bloody Mary, you yeah. know, like stop. Final tips that people should know or ones that are kind of maybe on the borderline that people don't realize are actually like no-nos. You mean like other than just bored, <laughs> sit down and... And not just, say anything yeah. just shut up you know what the one of my best tips is like to thank your crew and or acknowledge their existence because i can promise you when you're standing there at that forward galley and you're welcoming people on board yeah. and you're like welcome aboard hi sir good evening whatever and they look at you and then they just turn their head and yeah. walk down the aisle like you're like Am I here? Like, I'm yeah. having an existential crisis right, right now. Like, I'm asking another flight attendant, like, am I here? Yeah. Like, am I a body? Is this yeah. I'm an apparition? Like, what? Like, if you are 
nice and you know you're gonna remember the really horrible people yeah. right you know but, yeah. but most... i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna remember like the brian kelly that's on my flight and it's like hey i've done this a million times and i'm not gonna be an a-hole final questions are you a window or aisle seat girl you know what i'm so low maintenance i really don't care I just don't want the middle. Yeah. If I'm, um, you know. And for the record, the middle seat gets both armrests, correct? You know what? Let's settle it right now. I get questions all the time on passenger shaming, and that's one of them. And I'm like, listen, the person, the, the passenger shaming person has spoken. If you get the dreaded middle seat amongst the, as we called them, unwashed masses, <laughs> guess what? You get... Boop! Just I'm like spread out because you both, get both of them. For the record, sign, seal, delivered. This has been written in aviation history. It's official. It is official. So if you don't already follow at Passenger Shaming, I just look right now. You're just under nine hundred thousand. You'll be at a million before you know it. We're actually in a studio in Brooklyn today. We filmed some pretty fun oh content. A <laughs> collaboration between Passenger Shaming and the Point Sky coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Follow Passenger Shaming and, of course, the Point Sky and at Brian Kelly. Uh, we'll be posting all of that content soon enough. SK, thank you for coming in and sharing your knowledge. Hopefully, the passenger shaming gospel can let's get the get movement us. going so we can so, so we, we can, can shut it down passenger shaming once and yes for all. cancel it and thank you so much for everything i had a blast here in brooklyn i can't wait for everybody to see what we did it's been fun so thank you i appreciate it that's it for this episode of talking points a huge huge thank you to sean kathleen of passenger shaming and to the best podcast team in the biz margaret kelly caroline shagrin and my amazing assistant christy matsui until next episode safe travels imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.